Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. All right, Monday, time to recap and and, a little armchair quarterbacking and all that fun stuff. Welcome into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we're brought to you in part by Goodfeet and the Central Texas Marketplace. Glad you're with us. Uh, Let's check in with everybody. Ward, how you doing today? Outstanding. Thank you. It's Monday. It is. And it's time to kind of review and new week and, and look and then we'll start yeah i mean that's the fun thing about monday we can look back at what happened and start looking ahead to what uh, we anticipate so uh there you go aaron you doing okay doing great just had to deal with matt mosley for an hour so you didn't i'm kidding i'm kidding uh matt had the line of the week i think he had the line of the weekend for sure did you see his line on on, on twitter did not said and man i mean i started laughing when i read this it was, it was good it was good he said look texas has just embarrassed themselves in two conferences wow <laughs> i thought well isn't that special <laughs> it was the line of the weekend i'm telling you so he hey i'm gonna tell you saturday he he was kind of the star of the show on our uh our tailgate program uh our uh game game day Game day live uh, from uh, from uh, out in Touchdown Alley. He he had a couple good lines in in that in that show. So he had he had a lot of us laughing and carrying on. Uh, you know, that was and I will be honest with you, and you probably experienced this with your broadcast of UMHB football when you know the result before they play. Mm-hmm. It is kind of hard to get it to get it going. You know what I mean? I mean. I was having difficulty getting engaged in Baylor and Texas. And I know it was the first home game and blah. I mean, I, re- I realize that. But, look, if they didn't take Texas Southern to the woodshed, which they did, mm-hmm. y- you just knew. It, it wasn't, hey, well, let's talk strategy. Let's talk about what it's going to take to win the game. Well, you know, what is Texas Southern going to come out and try to do to, to neutralize? I mean, it wasn't any of that. I mean, you you knew what was going to happen, you, and I you understand idea, yeah. they start zero to zero. I mm-hmm. get that, but this is a football team that you knew was going to was going to do exactly what they did Saturday night. Yeah, you had a pretty good feeling that that that's what should have happened, and and it came down like it should have happened, and you would expect nothing less. But it, and it does. It sometimes if you're doing a pregame show, it you, you're. You're starting to reach for things to to kind of offset it because you don't want to just come out and say, "Well, this thing's oh, I don't know what we're doing here. This thing's over with." Right? You, you can't do that. You you can't. But you also got to be. You fair. feel like it. Yeah. You got to be fair to the listener. I mean, you can't say now. Here's what Baylor's got to do to win the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, no, it's a different approach. It, it very much so. And in, in in Baylor's mind, or in, in, Team A against Team B, let's just do that, okay? Because it could yeah. be anybody. Yeah. You have to also understand that Team A that's supposed to just take Team B to the woodshed is they have to come out of the locker room with that mindset in a certain extent because if you go through it lackadaisically and just go through the motions, that's when you see those teams have a problem and get upset. 
and 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 not do the things they're supposed to do because of the fact here, here's why not because this team might beat them because that may carry over to a good team at some point in time and it'll be a disaster again you hear coaches all the time say hey we don't worry about that other colored jersey on the other sidelines we worry about our colored jersey and do what we have to do to make sure that we come away the way we're supposed to in every given football game. And that's why they do that because of the fact it doesn't really matter who the opponent is to them. No, or, it, no, no. or it shouldn't. But for you – No, it's, we it's, get to do that. Yeah. They and, don't get to do that. And it's really difficult yeah. not to go way across the other side for you, right? Yeah. No, exactly right. No, I, I get it. In, 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 in our one-on-one the other day with Dave Aranda – we talked about it being about Baylor and not about the opponent. Yeah. I mean, it was about cleaning up the 11 penalties. Mm -hmm. It was about executing and doing the right things. It was about cleaning up some stuff that he didn't like uh, in the football game. It was, about, it was about cleaning up some of their execution and communication. There was a lot of things. He had a list of several things that they wanted to go out. And, and that's what they – that was the goal for them. Obviously, it's to go score points to win the game. Well, yeah. I mean, th that's a But given. it's also to execute and do the things right. that you need to do and not have the mental mistakes and, and have those – Look, you had 11 penalties against Texas State. You had three Saturday night. That, that's, that's what you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. And, no, and but to for go me, out and do that. Because if you look at – you win by 60 points, but you had – 15 penalties for 160 yards and Sloppy you, you nasty, thumbed the football yeah. up and gave yeah. them the ball four times in the game. You come away with a bad taste in your mouth. Right. I don't care who you beat. Remember he talked about, okay, Gary didn't connect on some of the deep balls against Texas State we felt like he should have. Mm -hmm. When they threw the deep ball against Texas Southern, boom, he puts it in the end zone, 48 yards. Right. Those, was, those are the things we're talking about. It, it's not about – what your opponent can or can't do. It's about what you can do to get better as mm -hmm. a football team. Sure. And look, you're one non-con game shy this year before conference play. Normally you, you see you, – well, look, most, most get three games of non-conference in and then go to conference play. Because of the scheduling thing this year with BYU, you're playing two non-conference games and then you're diving right into conference play on the road. Right. So – it's about getting yourself ready for conference play as well. And they did that. We'll talk more about it here on the program. We'll talk some high school football too as well, and then we'll get into the NFL. Let me ask you a question about high school football. Okay. And it's incredibly unfair. But this is, this is my deal. When I see somebody like La Vega get beat, I'm surprised. The program is so good, my expectation is they're going to win. Mm -hmm. They win them all. Sure. That's not fair. No, it's not. But that's, but that's the way we're programmed. Right, and they've created that with all of their success. Absolutely. But, you know, and so they got beat uh, on the road uh, Friday night, and I, I was, quite frankly, I was surprised by it. Mm -hmm. uh, but they got beat by a really good football team. Sure. And they're going to play a really good one this week, too, in Argyle. Well, and, and look, you know, maybe if you ask Coach Hyde, he may sit there, he's, he's disappointed, one, that they lost for sure, but he'll tell you probably, you know, this is what our team needed. We, we needed to test ourselves before we get into district play, sure. before we get into the playoffs and go against some really good teams. And so being able to, to have that opportunity, it, it's, it's a learning experience, if nothing else. So we'll get into all that, but uh, wanted you to hear the deep ball that we were talking about uh, uh, on Saturday night. Uh, John Morris on the call from – Learfield. 
Gary Bohannon is under center, double tight end set, tight end to the right side. Fake the handoff, Bohannon looking to throw, he's going deep. Center of the field, Tyquan Thornton's got it! Oh, what a beauty, a rainbow, 48 yards, Gary Bohannon to Tyquan Thornton for the touchdown. That's John Morris and uh, J.J. Joe there on the call as uh, they get the 48-yard touchdown pass. That was, that was one of the things on the checklist. Yes. I think you can check it off. Mm-hmm. Can he throw the deep ball in the game? Answer, yes. Yes. So uh, and That's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, look, it, it is a run-first offense to set up play action and then occasionally throw the deep ball. That, that's the progression of this offense. And so and I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you don't know when it's coming. Mm-hmm. You don't know when it's coming. So, anyway, they, they, they had three, count them, three 100-yard rushers in the football game. You know, last week they had two. This week they have three. So, we'll get into all that. Also, at the game, and you heard uh, on the – if you were listening earlier today on the John Moore Show, John uh, had Bob Bowlesby in his booth, the uh, commissioner of the Big 12. He talked about – what uh, what happened on uh, over the weekend, or actually on Thursday and Friday, with uh, the addition of the uh, four new schools, and uh, he uh, he and Mac Rhodes held a press conference uh, right before the uh, the kickoff of the uh, football game, and uh, we'll we'll get into that in our next segment. So we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Also on the program, Jerry Hill is going to join us, give us his thoughts on the game. Jack Allen. Uh, from uh, Channel 25 is going to be on the program as well. We'll talk to Jack about that. Maybe some high school football, and just uh, we're going to—it's just a heavy football day, as you might suspect, on the show. And we'll also get to the uh, Ranger Roundup. How about the Rangers? Six of their last ten, and, and I'm serious when I say this—they've got not one but two series wins against a pretty good Oakland team, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they won six of their last ten. That's a long road trip. Nine games, and they come away, and they do well on the road trip. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well coming up on the program. So we got a lot of stuff going on. We appreciate your time today. Thank you for making us a part of your Monday afternoon. I thought when I was coming back from the uh, Dave Aranda press conference that we were going to get some rain. Well, it looked good, didn't it? Oh, the chances looked great. Now I look out the, mm-hmm. uh, the window. And I see blue skies Missed that. and sunshine. Are yeah. we out of the rain opportunities? We'll find out in a couple of minutes. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Watching Tropical Storm Nicholas to our southeast. This will affect our weather over the next several days with cloudy skies and widely scattered rain showers starting tonight as well as tomorrow and Wednesday. High temperatures will be below average with highs only in the low to mid-80s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun from the 20, fourth and two. Only heard here. here. Snap is back, looking middle, throwing middle, slant, cut. All season. Cooper walks it in, touchdown on fourth and two. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Your goals, 
your future, your dreams. These things are none of our business. Your symptoms, your work from home sweatpants, and whatever you were searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private, and unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. Oh, who's that from? Ah, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor wins big in the home opener, 66-7 over Texas Southern. Complete coverage of that game all afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Matthew Stafford was impressive in his debut in L.A., beating the Bears 34-14. Week one in the NFL will wrap up tonight. Baltimore and Vegas taking on the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Shake up in the top 25 with Alabama staying at number one, followed by Georgia. Oklahoma up one spot to three. Oregon up eight spots after beating Ohio to number four, and Iowa up five spots to five after beating Iowa State. UMHB got the win over ETBU Saturday 34-14 and remained number one in the nation in the D3 football bowl. Rangers won the series beating the A's over the weekend. Host the Astros tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 4.15. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on a Monday. All right, Ward, you've had the uh, weekend to digest it. Uh, just what do you think? I mean, is uh, is this the correct answer for the Big 12? I mean, they, they made the decision. They're going BYU. They're going Houston. They're going Cincinnati. They're going Central Florida. Uh, there were other schools under consideration. There was other schools that reached out seeking admittance into the Big 12, but these are the four that they've elected to go with. There was even conversation of just two, mm -hmm. but they went with four. You like what you've seen? I mean, just after you've had the weekend to kind of digest it? Yeah, I, I, I think it, it's a move in the right direction. I, I don't think we'll know exactly how much each one of them brings until we get to that point and have some data and some games to, to look at and see what they bring to the table. But, you know, again, it's pretty much what even you have said from the get-go, BYU would be a good choice mm -hmm. because of the brand that they bring to the table. Uh, I, I get Cincinnati and people are saying, well, they're, you know, they're a top 15 team. And, okay, they are now, but how long is that, you know, how long is that going to continue to be the case? Uh, we don't know. But um, so I, I think they're a good choice. Houston, I scratch my head a little bit, but I get it because of the proximity. Uh, and UCF, I still, you know, that that's way out there. Um, it's a commuter school. But, I, you know, there there's a huge alumni base, and it gets you over in that part of the country. So that's good demographically for the Big 12. I think it's fine. 
I, you know, there, was there some other teams that I'd like to see in there selfishly? Probably yes. But the ones that they've added, I, I think it's going to be a conference that's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a conference that's going to be pretty competitive from top to bottom. I still don't know if it's going to be a conference that's going to have enough to stand on to be a power five. I just don't. Well, uh, Matt Mosley asked that question, and, and basically Bob Bowlesby said, hey, look, this is this is a terrific league, and, you know, uh, they're going to move forward. But one of the things that they did talk about is, is just what you were talking about, uh, and it was it was not necessarily in what I – and I was wrong, I guess, because I, I, my thought on Houston was, hey, look, it's, it's a great television market. It's a massive TV market. But it's a market that's not dedicated to Houston or to Rice. It's dedicated to, you know, the SEC and in the Big 12. And, th- and it was about the potential of these television markets. So now stop and think about Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm. Orlando, Florida, yeah. uh, Houston, Texas. So Bob Bowlesby did talk about the uh, the growth of this league and, and where this league is could potentially go. Well, you know, we actually had those conversations in in our AD's meeting, and uh, I'm not predicting that, but uh, I don't know what's going to come down the pike in the years ahead. Uh, even even in the next four years, there's going to be lots of change, and so uh, we'll look for targets of opportunity. Uh, we may find out down the road that uh, uh, larger alignments are going to be the uh, the order of the day. Uh, you know, we may we may find ourselves going to 20 or 24 at some point in time. We we could end up college football could end up with something that's like the College Football Association, where you know m- maybe we have 40 or 50 teams in a, in an organization. So. Uh, you know, there, there, there is um, lots of evolution taking place. Uh, there is lots of change afoot, and uh, I, I think it's impossible to predict how these four or five major changes in college athletics are going to come together and end up creating a result. So I, I just think we have to be well positioned. I think the additions yesterday help us to be well positioned. Uh, I think it gives uh, immediate additional strength to the to the eight uh, continuing members and uh, I think it puts us in the best position to manage the transition of OU and Texas leaving but if there are opportunities down the road uh, or if there are uh, clear indications that strategic additions might be necessary uh, we're going to be prepared to do that it's pretty clear that uh, he I mean, I got the feeling that he doesn't think this thing is done by any stretch of the imagination. And, you know, we were talking about it, honestly, uh, over the weekend at some point where, you know, does Texas and Oklahoma actually there's – no, there's no telling what could happen over the next two to four years right. as, far as, the, as far as the evolution of college football. And, and we've talked about it before, and he mentioned it. I don't know if it was in that, in that soundbite right there that you could have a college football association uh, to some degree or something to that effect that's govern, that governs the, these schools and not the NCAA. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you, you, these conferences could grow to 20 or 24 teams or, or you could have it at four. I mean, there's a, there's a million things that can happen over the next – Two to four years. I mean, right. you know, before twenty twenty five, and you know, it's it's stay close. And, and I think right now, it's all about making sure that you are in the right. And when I say you, I'm talking about Baylor, right? 
or, or any of the, these schools, that you put yourself in the best possible position for inclusion to whatever the, the changing environment of college athletics is. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you have to do your due diligence to see down the road, and that's one of the things that got criticized about the Big 12, that they got blindsided by Oklahoma and Texas and, and didn't see this coming down the road, right. and, it, and it almost cost them a conference. Somehow they, they were able to scramble and, and put something back together but when this first happened, I you know I felt like, oh boy, that this could be the end of the Big Twelve because I don't I don't see this thing being able to hold itself together. And you know, hats off to them for getting these teams to to come into the conference and, and keeping it together because I thought I really did think that somebody was going to blink and go somewhere else and this thing would s- splinter didn't at that happen. point. Didn't and happen. It didn't happen. Nope. And you, sh- I certainly thought it would have. And Mac Rhodes described it as a punch in the gut and that they had to kind of collect themselves and it took a few days to, to kind of get their arms wrapped around this thing. And, and then, you know, once they did that, then it was time to go to work and, and put this together. And, and whoever put it together, whether it was consultants or the commissioner's office or, or the, uh, the leadership of the Big 12 as far as the ADs are concerned or a combination of all of that, mm-hmm. whoever did it and got it done, a tip of the hat, man, because they did this thing moved and moved quickly. It did, yeah. Once they found out what they needed to do and what direction they wanted to go, mm-hmm. it, it was, you know, we had a whisper of it, and then all of a sudden, up, oh, it's done. It'll happen this Friday. Bowlesby again Saturday afternoon prior to the Baylor game talked about how they got to that point. You know, I, th- I think eventually we evolved to a position of um, this is this is our reality. Um, these are the legitimate options we have. Uh, we, you know, I, I, in the end, it was a very thoughtful process. And I think, um, and I, I don't want to characterize for the athletic directors or, or for Mac, but I, I think um, in working with our consultants and talking about who had reached out to us, um, we, were, we were unanimous in, in our belief that it was uh, the time to go forward with four, not two, and that um, we wanted to make sure we left our, ourselves uh, open in terms of options. So, uh, you know, I think that's the third piece of it is you, you go and try and put the deals together. And we were fortunate to, to get affirmative answers from the four that we identified. And uh, now I think we, we go about the process of integrating them uh, on, on whatever timetable it ends up being. And then making sure that we're thinking strategically about what are, what are the next moves? And uh, we've been very open about the fact that uh, this may not be the last, uh, the last step in the process, but uh, there'll have to be reasons. I, I don't think we'll get bigger just to get bigger. Uh, it'll have to drive value. It'll have to drive competitiveness. It'll have to drive strategy. And um, so, you know, it, it'll, it'll be a, an empirical process. <laughs> I mean, when, when, you, when you hear that, and when I heard it live, I was like, hmm, did he just say what I thought he said? It's pretty clear that this league, I th- correct me if I'm wrong, but do you think this, it sounds like, and I know he said that it, it's got to bring value, it's got to bring, I get all that, but did you, get the, did you get the idea when you first heard that, that, hey, this league is going to continue to grow? Yeah, what are they cooking up? Yeah. You know, what's on the back burner there's right here? There's no question there's more something, coming. Something, something has got to be 
a possibility, or he wouldn't even bring that up. Yeah, there's no question. And, and he brought it up twice, really. Remember earlier mm-hmm. he said, hey, we could have 20, 24, whatever. Uh, no, I, I think there's more to this potentially uh, than, than what we're doing right now. It, this is step one, <laughs> it sounds like to me, yeah. in, in fortifying this league. Mm-hmm. And now, that, yeah. I don't know who that might be. I, I don't know, but it, it sounds like there's been some – some kind of preliminary conversation. Absolutely. Now, and, and there's, I mean, there there have been a couple of schools, Memphis for one, that has been very vocal about not being included in this little deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, who knows uh, where, where it goes? But I did find it interesting what he had to say, and and uh, in, in the direction of the league. And again, Ward, someone asked him uh, when they're going to start working on scheduling. He goes Monday. I mean, wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, his point being, hey, look, we're we're not going to let the grass grow. We're gonna we're gonna start going and moving forward and and seeing where it goes. Now, the next question is to the point that you have made on many occasions. Where does Texas and Oklahoma take this thing? Is there a is there a meeting point between the league and those two institutions? to get them out of their deal and on down the road. Because, look, the league is not going to just let them skate out. Mm-hmm. But, as you pointed out, it's it would be incredibly uncomfortable after this year. Heck, it's probably uncomfortable now, but it's going to be incredibly uncomfortable after this year for them to continue on in the league. And they know they did not participate in the vote. Uh, you know, and, and in the process of, of bringing Oklahoma, uh, of uh, Houston and and BYU and and uh, Cincinnati and, and Central Florida into the league. They did not mm-hmm. participate. He was very clear about that. <laughs> All right, uh, 426. But uh, I thought that was uh, a heck of an interesting way to start the evening yeah. at uh, McLean Stadium. Absolutely. So, uh, But when I heard that, and, and that was towards the end of his uh, his meeting with the, with the media, when I heard that, I thought, hmm, uh, certainly sounds like there, there's – some potential for some for some more activity, if you will. Do you think they want to go from twelve to sixteen? Is that is that what they're trying to? That was my first thought, and, was, and that, I don't know that, why I can't. I mean, other me than too. that's kind of the number that that you know that others are that's, talking about. Well, you know? that's where the SEC is, and, and, and you know you've heard and you've heard for years there's going to be four sixteen team conferences mm-hmm. uh, that kind of make up the the super conferences. The super conferences. So if you're at 12 now, why not go grab the four best available and, and get that secured? And again, he said that they have to bring value to to the equation, mm-hmm. and we'll see. But I mean, you know, I'd love to hear uh, from you on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. What do you think? Need four power conferences: North, South, East, and West. The uh, the play conference championship games and and that can stop. Take your top four in the country in college football. Uh, so that, that was one on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. So, yeah, you can jump in. We want to get your thoughts uh, about this thing. And, and, uh, and, you know, would you like to see this league go ahead and grow to 16? Two divisions. You know, an east and a west, a north and a south. You know, yeah. uh, whatever. I don't care how you, how, you know, what you come up with. I, for me – Strength in numbers, if you got the right 16. If you got the right ones, yeah. yeah. There you go. So, all right, uh, 428. We're 28 after 4. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to uh, 
to Jerry Hill of the uh, Baylor Bear Insider. He's the uh, director of sports journalism at Baylor and has uh, been a newspaper writer for, I don't know, two, three hundred years, something like that. But Wow. I, hey, it's a bunch. I'm throwing the first shot before he does. <laughs> so, why not, right? He will, though. You watch. 429, let's talk a second about uh, our friends over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business. We're talking about the Emery's, and now it's Braden's turn to, to drive the ship and, and uh, get some guidance from John. But uh, it, it make, no, make, make no mistake about it, it's Mr. Braden Emery's. Emory's turn at the helm. And, you know, that covers four generations of Emory's that have been involved in uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns. They also carry all sizes of pipes. They also have stock uh, stock American-made grade 60 rebar. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has locations in uh, Bryan and also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, and they're open on Saturdays from 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. It's Pioneer Steel and Pipe. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Now beginning at 7 p.m. Join us Wednesday, not from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell and football coach Dave Aranda. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Come join us, Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Goodfeet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Goodfeet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Goodfeet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Goodfeet. Stop by today at the Goodfeet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long 
story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all of your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor wins big in the home opener, 66 to seven over Texas Southern. Complete coverage of that game all afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Matthew Stafford was impressive in his debut in LA, beating the Bears 34 to 14. Week one in the NFL will wrap up tonight. Baltimore and Vegas taking on the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Shake up in the top 25 with Alabama staying at number one, followed by Georgia, Oklahoma up one spot to three, Oregon up eight spots after beating Ohio to number four, and Iowa up five spots to five after beating Iowa State. UMHB got the win over ETBU Saturday 34 to 14 and remain number one in the nation in the D3 football bowl. Rangers won the series beating the A's over the weekend. Host the Astros tonight, 705 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 434, welcome back into the program. Time now to visit with the director of sports journalism and uh, writer for the Baylor Bear Insider, Jerry Hill. Jerry, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Tommy, I couldn't be any better, man. It's uh, it's another game week, and uh, excited to see uh, what we see this week. So take us back. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, uh, the, the game Saturday. You know, one of the things that uh, – Dave Aranda talked about, I think it was more about them getting better than, you know, the opponent. And, and he didn't, you know, not to show any disrespect to Texas Southern, but right. there were things that they wanted to get done. And, and he, I mean, he listed them uh, last right. Monday uh, at, at his weekly yeah. press conference. And, and I think you can check most of them off the list after Saturday's game. Absolutely. I, I you know, I think one of the big ones was the penalties. And, and as he mentioned after the game, I think it was like – I think they were all in the first quarter. They had like three penalties, and he said, if I had any hair, I'd be pulling it out. But that was all they had. I mean, three penalties for the game after having 11 for 99 yards in that first game. So that was big. And then obviously one of the one of the things that they wanted to do is uh, really try to, you know, throw the deep ball or complete the deep pass. So um, did that pretty early with uh, Tyquan Thornton getting a 48-yard touchdown pass. So – um, I, I, yeah, like you said, I think all of the things that they wanted to do and then, you know, continuing to build off of the things that you did well that first week, I think they did all of that. 
419 rushing yards. Jerry, is this where this offense is heading? Is is the run first, pass second offense that that Coach Aranda had talked about, and it looks like it's coming to fruition. Yeah, and I think you know he talked about it a little bit today in the press conference that you know this they're going to keep it basic, they're going to keep it simple, and they're going to you know force you to you know if you try to take away the run, then it's going to open up some other stuff. So I think that's kind of what you're seeing, Ward is is uh you know they're they're gonna run until you you know until you stop it so that's what they did you know certainly against texas southern i would say even going back to the texas state game they did a lot of that and had had a lot of success running the ball they just didn't do much um you know on hitting those deep balls so i think you know having that this past week just the threat of it um i I think that's huge going into the conference opener this week at kansas Look, there's been a lot of a lot of conversation over the last uh, few seasons about the the play of the offensive line. Two weeks mm-hmm. ago, you had a you had two 100 yard rushers. Saturday, you had three 100 yard rushers. And look, I know it's Texas, but that aside, what what are you seeing, and what do you think where we are with this offensive line? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see them go against, you know, a better defensive line, obviously. But, you know, the thing about it is that's who's been in front of them. And they've done the job for two weeks now. And, and you know, I I don't know that much about the, you know, offensive line grades. But, you know, I've seen that PFF College the last two weeks has had them rated the highest rated offensive line in the country. So I, they must be doing something right. Uh, and this last week's grade was 99.9. So I don't know what the – point what or you know point nine I guess that they or point one that they missed um I don't know what that was but uh they graded them out almost a, a perfect 100. And I just want to follow up with one other thing on this Texas Southern game in, yeah. in, in they were able to get a lot of people into the game and, and he talked about that yeah. the one thing that I was I was wondering you know I was just sitting there watching mm-hmm. the game Saturday in you know in yeah you want to get Gary out of the game particularly when the game's right. in hand. Right. But then on the flip yep. side, you, you want to get him some snaps because he's making his second start. It's not like he's, you know, an old crusty veteran at starting. So right. there was that fine line, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and I, I don't remember if we talked about it, Tommy, at halftime or not, but I think they did exactly what you wanted him to do. Uh, you know, he, he got that first series in the third quarter. He led him to seven touchdown, you know, drives. I mean, it's like what else can you do? He, uh, you know, he threw for three, or yeah, he threw for three and rushed for two. Um, yeah, I thought he had that, you know. And then you got some of those other guys' chances to play. You had Jacob Zeno lead, lead uh, you know, a couple of drives, and Blake Shapen had a had a scoring drive where he led them to a touchdown. They didn't need one of them had to do very much, but they were just in there, and and they got that game action now under their belt. Um, so yeah, I, I thought you did pretty much what you're supposed to do against an opponent like that. I mean, it's 66-7, and I, I believe, Tommy, the final total was they played 70 players. So, again, that's that's what you want to do in a game like that, um, you know, is, is win comfortably and then get a lot of guys playing time because at some point this year you're going to need a lot of those guys to, to help you. When you look at this defense, is it about where you thought it would be or – is it too small a sample size right now for this defense to kind of give them a grade of where they're at right now? Yeah, I would say probably too small a sample size, and then just based on who they've played to, 
Um, you know, I, I think the the thing that I've seen so far, and I know there were a lot of, you know, subs and reserves in there. I, you know, you'd like you'd like to see them dominate through four quarters. Um, you know, Texas Southern had a couple of long drives there uh, in the in the late third quarter, early fourth quarter. Um, that you know, you don't want to see even with the reserves out there. You don't want to see them give up those kind of chunks of yards, but. You know, I, you know, I would say really in both games through through like three quarters, um, they've played really, really well. So again, you want to see them finish. You want to see them play four good quarters, but uh, I still think they can dial it up a little more. You know, they haven't really done a lot of, you know, blitzing or you know, you know, stunts or tricks or anything. They've just, again, I think they've been pretty vanilla on defense too. Um, you know, I look for this group to be really, really good because, I mean, with the starters they had back and, you know, and everything that they've got on that, they've got playmakers on that side. So, you know, that's what I'd like to see in these next couple of weeks is those guys making plays. I mean, you know, obviously JT Woods has made some plays, but I'd like to see more out of the defense, honestly. Jerry, let's turn our attentions to uh, the rest of the Big 12. Uh, it was an interesting yeah. day in the league. I mean, Oklahoma State's in a fight with Tulsa, Kansas State is in a yeah. Tulsa, uh, a, a tussle with Southern Illinois. Iowa State loses yeah. to Iowa Tech. What came an eyelash away from getting beat by, by Stephen F. Austin. And, and, oh, by the way, Texas, I don't know if you heard, but they, they, they lost. Uh, what? <laughs> you were working yeah, we Saturday heard, night. We, I just wanted to make sure you were. <laughs> we, we heard that over the uh, PA, and I think that might have been the biggest cheer of the night was when they announced that uh, Texas and Arkansas scores. So, it was an interesting week and and tom i guess you know one thing we can throw out there too is the four new members all won yeah so they did byu a big win over utah so you know i again i think the future is bright and and that was you know that was one of the best news out of this uh past week was you know the the new teams added to the league with uh byu cincinnati ucf and houston so uh, yeah, it was a it was an interesting week, and I, I think uh, there were some teams that struggled more than you would think they would. And and you know Texas, I mean that they uh, they just got beat. I mean Arkansas, you know maybe maybe they're better than we think they are, but uh, I did not think that was a you know I didn't think Texas was going to lose that game. Um, so I think you had kind of some mixed results, and you know Tech after looking so good, uh, you know the week before. Uh, you know, like you said, really struggled against SFA. And, and I'd say the same thing with K-State. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they looked so good against Stanford. You saw what Stanford did to USC. And then uh, K-State really struggled against Southern Illinois, was behind in that game some. So, uh, you know, it, it's early. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, once conference starts. With conference starting this week for the Baylor Bears, does the week approach change any, do you think, just because it's a conference game? Right. I, I don't know at this point if you do change a whole lot, Ward. I, I think they, um, you know, certainly you have to, you know, they always say you have to ratchet up a little bit when you open conference. Uh, you know, it is Kansas, and, and they, you know, obviously have struggled for years now. Um, they've got a new coach in Lance Leipold that, um, you know, if you look at his history, he's got a pretty good track record, uh, won, you know, several national championships on the division three level took you know really rebuilt buffalo and took them to three straight bowl games so you know i think it might be a different kansas team but you know he's two games into it so you know i don't know what you expect from kansas but I, you know and i don't think baylor 
necessarily changes a whole lot. I think they, I think still at this point, you you go be you and and do what you do. Um, but maybe you do open it up a little more this week. Maybe you show a little more either offense or defense. But I think overall, you just kind of do what you've done, and 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 you know, hopefully that's enough. Uh, and then if they force you to do something else, then then you'll go to it. But I I think they'll continue just to run the ball like they have, and and uh, until Kansas stops them. And then I think on the defensive side, if they don't have to show too much and, and can save some for the Iowa State game, I think that would be ideal. Jerry, I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on the uh, the Bob Bowlesby press conference along with Mac Rhodes and in uh, you know Mac talking about to really having to get their hands wrapped around this thing after, you know, as he described it, a gut punch. And then – Gut punch, yeah. Yeah, and then Bob Bosby, I I got the feeling, listening to Bob Bosby, uh, if you read between the lines or maybe I'm just way off base, but it sounds like this league is not necessarily done. No, I I definitely read that into it too. And I think think he pretty much said it, Tom, you know, that they're not done. That, uh, you know, not necessarily that uh, they're definitely going to add some, but he certainly, you know, gave that as a possibility that, uh, you know, they're going to look at some other teams uh, down the road. I I think that's when Texas and OU leaves. Um, You know, I think maybe you do look, you know, because you look around the country and, you know, with the SEC going to 16 and Mm -hmm. with the alliance and the other things that have happened, I, I think you do look to, you know, maybe you do get to 14 or 16. Um, but I think one of the things that he said, too, that I appreciated was let's don't add just to add. You right. know, I, it, they've got to bring something because I think that was his point with these four teams. They all bring something, and, and you know, they're going to um, strengthen this league. You don't want to just add numbers. You don't want to add people just to add. So I think that's that's what the league will look at is, you know, if if we want to add some more, what what are these other teams going to bring us? Because we don't want to just, you know, we we can we can get to twenty or whatever. But you know, I think anybody or twenty four, yeah, <laughs> right, right. I think anybody they add now, though, I think they've got to bring something um, because I do think those four teams that they added all bring something to the table. You know, I, I, what I found interesting about Max comments. Uh, most of us look at television and say, what does this particular institution bring TV-wise? That was not the process. For him, he said potential. What does this team do Mm -hmm. for us potentially? So you take a Houston who we we feel like that that market right now is pretty dominated by the SEC and and other Big 12s. But it was about the potential, the potential in Cincinnati, Ohio, and Orlando, Florida. I, I found that interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think you do look at that, you know, uh, you know, does Houston, like you said, does Houston really own the Houston market? Probably not, not right now, but, you know, if Houston gets really good, and certainly they're good in basketball right now, so if Houston can pick it up a little bit in football, maybe you do own more of that Houston market, and, and certainly with teams coming in there, um, you know, that's part of the allure, too, for, for Houston is the teams that are going to be coming in there, so I, I think that is that is something to look at uh, as those teams join the league. Jerry, enjoy Lawrence. If you get a chance, run over over to Topeka and say hello to everybody over there. And uh, yep. you, you guys have fun, and, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it, Tom. See you, bud. Talk to you soon. That is Jerry Hill. They are headed to Lawrence, Kansas. And you know what? They'll probably fly into Topeka. 
and then uh, bus back over to, to Lawrence. It's, I think that's how that works. Anyway, all right, uh, 448 coming up in a couple of minutes. We're going to switch gears, talk a little Ranger baseball, get to our Ranger roundup. But first, we're going to talk about Circle Drive. Okay, got to tell you a story. I, uh, I have been, been meaning to place an order with Circle Drug, and I have, because we're slightly busy around here during football season, I have forgotten until late today, right before we went on the air, I called and I said, hey, I need a little help. Here's my situation. And Ward, within, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour, I get the text message, all of your prescriptions are ready to be picked up. So tomorrow, I'll run by there and pick up my prescriptions, and I will not miss any of my medications. So uh, I very much appreciate Steve, Doc Everett, and all of the entire crew. And, and you just, hey, look, they do that for anybody. That is, that's 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 their goal is customer service. The locally owned and, and an independent pharmacy, and it's your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. And again, at the end of the day, they know you can choose other places, but what separates them? Customer service, what they're going to bring to the table, how they're going to treat you when you go there, how they're going to tr- how you're going to be treated when they deliver to you because they offer free delivery to your home or to your office. Those are the type of things that they do for you at Circle Drug. Free delivery, as we mentioned, to your home or office. They also uh, provide uh, uh, vaccines and and they've got uh, diabetic shoes and inserts, and they'll help you with all the insurance. Uh, you know, when you start doing all those things, you get to you get to fill out all the insurance paperwork. They'll help you with that and guide you through all of that. It, it, that's the kind of place you're dealing with when you deal with Circle Drug. They're located at 3211 Robinson Drive, and you can pick up the phone and call them just like I did, 254-662-0774. That's 254-662-0774. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 to 6 and Saturday from 9 till 2. Recently on the John Moore Show. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, you let me know what we can do to help uh, leading up to the game on Saturday, and we'll see you Saturday at the Plain Stadium. Well, there's one thing you can do. Yes, sir. You can tie those Baylor Bears defensive players with their hands behind their backs, <laughs> then they won't be able to tackle my Tigers. Chatterbox, that is not happening on Saturday. Listen, Baylor needs a win on Saturday, too. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. Last Chance Bar in Bellmead is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bellmead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop into Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. For more information and upcoming events, log on to Last Chance bartx.com a bank in any town usa treats everyone like well anyone at central national bank we provide central texans with a different kind of banking we believe in people over processes listening over telling 
helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Time now for the Ranger Roundup. Brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 453, let's take a look at the uh, Ranger Roundup brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. Rangers win yesterday 4-3. to three. They win that series, as we mentioned, over the Oakland Athletics, and uh, they, they, uh, they, they got it done. Include, and all of a sudden, this team is hitting triples. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a drive out into right field. Pinder going back to his right. Can't get it. He makes a diving attempt. It goes off his glove, and now it goes to the wall. Leotis at second. He's tearing for third. He'll get there standing up. RBI triple for Leoti Tavares, and the Rangers lead 4-0. So Leoti gets the triple. It's his only hit of the night, or the afternoon, rather. But the Rangers do go on to win 4-3. Texas put a three spot up. In the third inning, added a run to the fourth for that 4-3 victory over Oakland. They out hit the ace 11-5, and that's their second road series win in Oakland. And, and again, the Rangers have won six of their last ten. And I'm telling you, the uh, the hot bat right now belongs to uh, uh, shortstop Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. He went 9-for-26. That's a 346 average with five RBIs in his last six games to close out the Ranger three-game, uh, three-city, nine-game road trip. So nine for, for uh, 26 for Isaiah Counter-Falefa. And, Ward, as you know, anybody on the Ranger squad hitting at or near 300, you, you better put a crown on top of their head or something <laughs> because nobody is is doing that for Texas on a long-term basis. I think the leading hitter of the team's hitting uh, 263. Uh, so, so a three twenty six uh, batting average over that extent. You know, that's basically what almost a month's worth of work. Twenty six abs. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. So anyway, they get it done. It's and, a heck uh, of a lot further than they've been. Oh, no doubt. And, and tonight, the Rangers take on the Fighting Houston's. Mm-hmm. So Astros they, coming to town. Yeah, they start a uh, series with the uh, Houston Astros tonight, and we'll have that game for you right here beginning at 6.30 with the pregame, 7 o'clock with the first pitch right here on your flagship station for uh, Texas baseball in the greater Waco area, uh, ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 4.56. We're four minutes away from five. That is our Ranger Roundup here this afternoon. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to visit with Jack Allen. He is the uh, sports director at KXXV. We'll do that for you in just a couple of minutes. I just want to get his thoughts on the Baylor game. I want to get his thoughts also on the uh, – he was at the uh, press conference with uh, 
Bob Bowlesby on Saturday evening. We want to get his thoughts on that as well. Uh, but right now, I want to talk about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring, the best burgers in Waco. And right now, they've got some uh, uh, different type of hours. They're, they're only open until 4.30 during the week. Uh, they're a little, I'll be honest, they're a little shorthanded uh, on personnel. And so they, they want to make sure that the personnel that they have does things right and they want to make sure that the, the standards and their quality remain incredibly high. So with that in mind, and until they get things uh, kind of ironed out, they're going to uh, they're going to shorten their, their hours till about 4.30 every weekday afternoon. But it's still, man, for lunch, the best place to go get a burger is Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They also serve chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken sandwiches, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, and of course they do the they do the, the the rings, the tots, the fries, the curly fries. You know the drill. They got all of those things, all your favorite drinks, and it's all right there at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They won't cook it until you order it. I promise. That is uh, that's what I love about it. I mean, you want to talk about fresh? It is made right there, and it's made right there in front of you. You can watch how they do things right there at Double R Old Fashioned. I, I've done it. I, I've sat there before and go, you know what? That bacon over there in the corner looks so hey, – hey, David, add some bacon to my burger, and, and they'll do it for you at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. Stop by and see them uh, and, and tell them we sent you by. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Mac Rhodes, the director of athletics. When people go through adversity together, I think it can bring them, them closer together, and I really think that's, that's happened for the eight of us. And then just excited for the four that uh, will be joining the, 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 the conference. And um, I, I, I think there's a, a special opportunity for, for the Big 12 to, to be better than it's ever been before. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. How many trucks are running around Central Texas without any masculinity? Just look at the road and you'll see. With many, there's nothing there. Not one accessory. And that's what's really toxic. Sadly, truck nudity affects thousands of Central Texas trucks. But it doesn't have to be that way because it's a fully treatable condition. At Pickup Outfitter Labs, our R&D department has been working hard on this problem. And I'm excited to announce a stunning breakthrough. It's our own patented treatment called PO. Now, anyone suffering from truck nudity can get PO'd. Need a bed cover? Get PO'd. Need a hitch? Get PO'd. Need a bumper, toolbox, or grill guard? You guessed it, get PO'd. At Pickup Outfitters, we're making real progress, but we need your help. Do you know someone who needs to get PO'd? Send them to Pickup Outfitters for treatment. Our recovery center is located at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. See our educational video on our website at createacommotion.com. That's createacommotion.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po'boys, seafood, and alligator. 
And don't forget the Boom Boom Shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, walk on Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Just after 5 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time for a... Uh, for a Monday afternoon, our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for those jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. We welcome into the program sports director at Channel 25, KXXV, Jack Allen. Jack, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Hey, every day's a new adventure. That's what I've been saying ever since this pandemic started. And uh, I guess it still applies. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Jack, let's talk a little bit about Big 12 football, and, and we'll get to, to Baylor specifically. But, man, it was an interesting day, to say the least, in, in the conference. Oh, for sure. Everywhere you looked, it just felt like something was a little off. I mean, you saw Oklahoma be able to rebound after that tough week one win. Then you look at Iowa State and the way that they struggled with what I feel like is going to be a really good Iowa team, you know, Baylor looking like a Baylor that we haven't seen in, in a really long time, putting up a lot of points across the board. I mean, it was fun to watch the conferences kind of start to play out in a way that I really have no idea what we can expect this season. Hey, Jack, let me tell you, we're having a little phone issue, uh, and we're going to hang up with you, and we're going to call you right back to see if we can't get a better connection. Uh, so Sounds just hang good. tight uh, hang tight with us. A couple of minutes after five here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. I, I don't know. Where, I mean. Yeah, I, it, it was just it, breaking in and out. One of them deals. <laughs> so You know what? He's, when it's live. He's standing under the satellite over at 25. <laughs> he's just right around the corner. <laughs> Why don't we invite him over? <laughs> he can walk over and see us. <laughs> yeah, before his show at 6. I mean, you know, we could <laughs> – so we can uh, – we can get him back over here and just visit with us in person. But, I mean, because literally they're just just around the corner. So, uh, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get Jack back on and we'll continue uh, our conversation about uh, Big 12 football. And I, I do want to get his thoughts on, uh, on Bob Bowlesby and, and what was going on there. You know, Jack, we, we were just talking about it. You could have just walked around the corner. We're just right around the corner. Uh, <laughs> but, anyway, let, let, continue your thoughts on the Big 12. Well, yeah, I was just saying that really you have no idea what to expect. You look at, I mean, Oklahoma struggles week one. Did we lose him? It is not meant to be, is it? It doesn't look like it. All right, let's well, – maybe the third time's a charm there, Aaron. Let's uh, let's try – it's Aaron's fault. Uh, let's try it again. It will <laughs> Uh, 
Oh yeah, live radio. You gotta love it. So anyway, we uh, and we had a good. Con- the sad part is we had a good connection that time. And mm-hmm. so anyway, and so but what he was what he was talking about was Iowa uh, beating Iowa State, Kansas State uh, fighting against Southern Illinois, and barely beating Southern Illinois, Oklahoma State uh, in a uh, in a tough one against Tulsa, and uh, also uh, uh, Tech Tech Texas losing Texas Tech. Uh, in a dog fight with uh, Stephen F. Austin and and you know TCU they, that was that was a heck we haven't talked about that one yet Ward TCU was in a heck of a football game with the Cal Bears uh, winning at home thirty four to thirty two yeah and played very well too it, Cal's not a bad football team so and and we talked about going into that game that might be a difficult game for TCU mm-hmm. because of the defense is going to get tested because the Cal's offense is so good but their offense. You know, can they move the ball against Cal? And those questions were asked, 34 points for the Frogs. And uh, this is a team that could be flying under the radar a little bit with the way this offense is playing. Putting up 34 points against the Cal Bears is is a pretty good output. And Quentin Johnson, the, the Temple graduate, he had a mm-hmm. big game, 94 yards, two touchdown catches for Quentin. Uh, he's he's really starting to emerge as the number one wide receiver for the TCU Horn Frogs. And, and you know, it, it, everybody's schedule's different. For example, Baylor plays two games and then they dive right into conference play. But look at TCU schedule. They play two games, have an open date, and then another non-conference mm-hmm. game. So they got a month's worth before they get into conference play. I, All right, I like that schedule. Yes, yeah, so do I. Let's uh, let's let's see if we can try one more time, Jack. I, I'm hoping that we have a good connection. I'm sorry for all the uh, for all the issues. Hey, it's it's all good. Hopefully, third time's the charm. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that's. I, I was just trying to say, like, it feels like week to week, we have no idea what to expect in this conference. You got teams that look impressive week one, looked awful week two that looked really bad week one that suddenly turned a corner it looks like in week two and so I think it's shaping up to be to be a really fun year in the conference now you know we say that but you could also be Florida State too (laughs) yeah nobody wants to be Florida State right now um and overall you know you look at Kansas State almost dropped a similar game Mm -hmm. Texas Tech almost lost to Stephen F. Austin but you know almost isn't a loss And, and a win's a win is a win is a win you know and whenever you look at Florida State and what happened down there, I think everybody is, is breathing a bit of a sigh of relief heading into week three that they didn't have one of those kind of games. Looking at TCU, we were just talking about that between me and Tom when we were trying to get back with you. But TCU, are they kind of under the radar good right now? That's a good Cal team that, that they beat. I know that it was 32-34 uh, for the Frogs, but still this offense looks like it's starting to emerge for the Frogs. Well, I'm really not sure what what to make of that group. You have a lot of guys returning from from a team that was, I mean, kind of up and down last season. I heard y'all talking about Quentin Johnston there. He really has started to emerge as a big-time playmaker out at the receiver position. If they can start clicking on offense, you know that they can play defense uh, at a relatively high level. And and really, I think in this Big 12 conference, it's going to come down to – a few key plays here and there in a few games that will really shape up the middle of this conference, and they could emerge pretty high up uh, if they can make a few of those big plays. What do you make of this Baylor team through the uh, first couple of weeks? Now, And, again, granted, we all felt like that this was a game that they were going to go win, but they they took care of their business. And one of the things that uh, Jerry Hill and and, and we were talking about was the fact that they – 
some of the goals and things that Dave Aranda set for them to do, they took care of in this game. Well, they cleaned things up a lot from week one into week two, just from a penalty standpoint, uh, just a technical standpoint. It felt a lot more efficient, like things were running a lot more smoothly. We were talking about it on the sidelines, I know, during the Texas State game, mm-hmm. that Gary Bohannon looked a little confused, a little rocky with the signals coming in. That seemed to go away whenever they were playing against Texas Southern. Um, and so to watch the way the offense continue to just do its thing and be able to settle into a groove was really impressive. I, you can't put too much stake into it just because it's Texas Southern. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, if things can keep trending in the right direction, they can definitely be a team to watch in the Big 12 this year. Biggest surprise in the conference, Arkansas taking Texas out back? Uh, I, I thought Arkansas was going to win that game, actually. I, um, so I went to school at Harding University, which is in central Arkansas. So all my friends back, uh, back at school who grew up Arkansas fans were telling me all week, this is the game to watch, this is the game to watch. I didn't think it would be the way it was. But to see Arkansas step up and take down Texas, um, it was really impressive. I will say UL Lafayette, that first game, is looking a little bit less impressive now because ULL almost lost to Nichols over the past weekend. So Texas, there's a lot of question marks there that um, – I think they have to really look at themselves in the mirror and answer. Right, Jack, uh, you uh, you were there when uh, when uh, Commissioner Bowlesby and, and 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 Mac Rhodes met with the media. What was you, what was your big takeaway from from that uh, press conference Saturday evening? The confidence that both of them them exuded in that uh, that press conference was really impressive, especially coming off of a month of uncertainty, a month of questions, the way that they walked up their demeanor and the things that they said um, moving forward, it, it really impressed me, the, the future-driven talk that they have. Obviously, that's kind of their job at this point. But the confidence they had in the new members that they were bringing in um, and, and the security, it felt you could almost see a sense of relief on Mac Rhodes' face, mm-hmm. just knowing that we were kind of getting to the other side of this and that Baylor was going to survive. And so that was – I took more from the tone and, and that uh, than anything else. The other thing that I found interesting going forward is just uh, I asked Commissioner Bowlesby, and he told, told us that Texas and Oklahoma categorically were not involved in any of these discussions. I know they're not part of the future, but they are part of the present. And so I'm interested in how just from like a legal perspective and whenever Texas and Oklahoma try to leave – uh, what that might mean going forward, because the conference is acting as if pretty much they're not a part of them anymore. I, I got the impression. I'm I'm curious if you did too that uh, that this league is not done with uh, with expansion. Yeah, it, they left the door wide open for more teams. I think right now the, the the problem is right now college football in ten years is not going to look anything like college football right now, and so they definitely don't want to close themselves off to the idea that more teams down the line, some, maybe some more of those teams from the American or Boise state could be a part of the fold going forward. Because the fact of the matter is if the big 12 wants to remain viable, like they're going to have to keep up with this rapidly evolving world of college football. And they were very frank about it in, in saying that right now, these are the four that they've got, but they are keeping their options open going forward. 
Hey, Jack, I know you're getting ready for a, for a show. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much for popping on with us, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to do it in the first take next time. <laughs> for sure. Thanks so much. <laughs> See you later, buddy. It's a Jack Bye. Allen from over at Channel 25 KXXV. It's a 512, 12 after 5, and, and uh, we're going to talk some more Baylor football for you in just a couple of minutes. It, it seems like, I don't know about you, Ward, but it seems like an eternity since the Cowboys played that Thursday night game. Oh, they had a game recently? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, we were all two or three years younger, it felt like. But uh, th- they're back at it this Sunday with a uh, with a, uh, with a a matchup on the West Coast against the Chargers. We're going to talk about that coming up in just uh, a few minutes. We'll also dive back into this Baylor victory over Texas Southern. We'll do that here in just a few minutes. Want to get your uh, wanted to get your thoughts on – on Mary Harden Baylor and and how that all unfolded on Saturday over on our sister station Fox Sports Central Texas. Good football game for Mary Harden Baylor. I mean, I think it was a little bit closer than Coach Fred wanted it to be. Talking to him after the ball game, but you know he he wants to clean up some of the um, penalties they had and then clean up turning the ball over. They fumbled a couple of times and he was pretty adamant about we can't do that mm-hmm. uh, if we're going to be where we want to be. Uh, come the end of the year but look East Texas Baptist was a team that that gave them all they wanted in the spring so how are you going to react to that as uh, you come into this game for the Crusaders and what halfway through the first quarter it's 17 to nothing before you could even get your your you know your drink and your popcorn and sit down in your seat Uh, all of a sudden the crew's just cruising along so um, you know a big punt return by Jefferson Fritz was part of that and you know, special teams for this for this group is so unbelievable how good they are in special teams. Every week there's a big play in special teams that either they, they, they make or prevent from happening, and it's really been something. But this offense starting to look pretty good. They're coming together. Kyle King, the quarterback, uh, played very, very well again, had, had a lot of uh, big plays as far as staying out of trouble and not putting them in harm's way. Uh, they did get behind the change a couple of times this week, but they figured out a way to get out of that. They never had to sit back. They only punted the ball one time the entire ball game. That was late in the ball game. Uh, so you, you look at the offense starting to play very well, put up 34 points. Defense, I, I don't know what you can say about this defense. They played very, very well. I, you know, gave up. They, they really only gave up seven points. That was very late in the ball game after a fumble deep in their territory by UMHB. Gave – uh, the Tigers, a very short field of only about 15 yards, and they were able to punch it in. Took them a little while to get there. The other touchdown was a scoop and score on a fumble that went 97 yards the other direction. So, you know, the defense still almost with that shutout. This defense plays at a high, high level. Their motor runs hot, and it's going to be fun to kind of watch them. It, if, if they continue to grow as you think a defense would, Tom, uh, through a season – Boy, I I wouldn't want a game plan against a defense like this. Baylor University, had, along with Texas Southern, for that matter, had a moving tribute uh, to to the victims of nine eleven, mm-hmm. uh, both in the pregame and at at, at halftime. Uh, it was just a stirring uh, tribute to them, and and I know Mary Hart and Baylor did the same thing. Yeah, to start the game, the the uh, fire trucks from I believe one was from Belton, one was from Temple, were down on the uh, north end zone uh, up above on the on the parking lot area but 
their ladders were up high and the flag was draped across the middle mm. like you see sometimes. Mm. And then every fan was given an American flag when they came in, and they had that for the national anthem. A big flag was unveiled onto the field. A huge flag was unveiled onto the field uh, during the national anthem, and it was held by some of the UMHB students and first responders both on the field at that time uh, for the unveiling of that American flag that went almost covered the entire field. But the other thing that they had, they had five Black Hawk helicopters that were coming from the south from Fort Hood. And as the national anthem ended, those helicopters had a flyover. And they were so low that it felt like that I could reach out and high-five the guy that was in the closest helicopter in that formation to me. And they all had American flags hanging out the door with, you know, some soldiers hanging out the door and waving at the crowd. Very, very, very uh, emotional and moving tribute to 9-11. First class done by UMHB. I think you can see that video on our uh, on our website, SyntechSportsFan.com. There you go. How about uh, that? I, I think you can. Uh, I'm looking right now, and it certainly appears that it is there for you to, ch- to check out. So. It's pretty impressive. Good stuff. All right, yeah. uh, 517. We're 17 minutes after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And don't forget – uh, that uh, if you ha- you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Alley of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro, Hillsboro is a board-certified pain specialist. Call Dr. Alley today at 469-562-4188, and here is your Cowboy Update. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas prepares for the Week 2 matchup at the Chargers without two of their best players on offense. Details after this. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. The hits kept coming for the Cowboys after dropping Thursday night's opener in Tampa. A pair of their best players are unavailable for at least a month. Right tackle Lyle Collins was suspended five games by the league for violating the substance abuse policy. He's appealing the ruling, but for now he's out. And wide receiver Michael Gallup will miss at least a month with a calf injury. The slack will have to be picked up by C.D. Lamb and, of course, Amari Cooper, whose 13 receptions was most in the league through week one. Cooper knows Dallas moved the ball last week but failed to cash in in the red zone. Just talking to Dak. I think that's where we struggle. We have the opportunities to score. We have to score. Like, that's the thing about this league. Field goals aren't going to win. Touchdowns are going to win. And, you know, that's one of the things we have to clean up. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, 
Let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsborough with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Watching Tropical Storm Nicholas to our southeast. This will affect our weather over the next several days with cloudy skies and widely scattered rain showers starting tonight as well as tomorrow and Wednesday. High temperatures will be below average with highs only in the low to mid-80s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor football lives here. And the Bears open Big 12 play this Saturday in Lawrence against the Kansas Jayhawks. 1230 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, hosted by Derek Smith. 230 kickoff Saturday with John, JJ, and Ricky. The Bears and the Jayhawks open conference play against each other this Saturday. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor wins big in the home opener, 66 to seven over Texas Southern. Complete coverage of that game all afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Matthew Stafford was impressive in his debut in LA, beating the Bears 34 to 14. Week one in the NFL will wrap up tonight. Baltimore and Vegas taking on the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Shake up in the top 25 with Alabama staying at number one, followed by Georgia, Oklahoma up one spot to three, Oregon up eight spots after beating Ohio to number four, and Iowa. Up five spots to five after beating Iowa State. UMHB got the win over ETBU Saturday 34-14 and remained number one in the nation in the D3 football bowl. Rangers won the series beating the A's over the weekend. Host the Astros tonight, 705 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 524, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we roll through this Monday afternoon. The Bears coming off a win over Texas Southern and uh, a pretty much a, a dominating performance, Ward, from uh, the time they got off the bus until the, uh, the the final gun sounded. It was it was an all-Baylor deal in that football game on Saturday. Which is kind of what you would expect, I mean, or you would hope, as we were talking earlier today about, uh, you know, you, you would have been very, very disappointed if, if the outcome would have been anything else, but to dominate, that's that's a good sign, and you can put that on film and, and look at it and be able to say, okay, we did this really really well, we did this really really well, but we need to clean up here. I, I don't I didn't get to see the game, so I don't know. I mean, if if there's a an area that you felt like that, oh boy, they they better not continue to do that, or that's going to be troublesome down the road. Well. On they 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 uh, committed a couple of penalties mm-hmm. and I'm like oh, are you kidding me I mean that was the objective was to clean that up right uh but and they and eventually I mean three flags uh, in the entire football game it's not bad well, you can live that well no and, and I'm telling you he was steaming hot about the 11 the week before sure so it was from one emotion As he to the other be. Yeah. yeah yeah you're not going to win football games no. most of the time when you commit 11 fouls especially when it's taking points off the board or allowing teams to continue drives. Mental mistakes. When you've gotten off the field, you know how hard it is to get off the field. Right. When you get off the field, you can't just say, oh, you know what, here's a freebie. Mm -hmm. And and, and that's that's one of the things that he talked about. And, and again, you know, I don't know where the offensive line is right now. They have played two teams that I believe that Baylor is better than. Mm Mm-hmm. In fact, I know they are. Uh, it goes back to what we said before. They they should out-athlete these two teams. And, and if they don't, there's a big problem. Right. But you, it can happen. I mean, I mean, and again, I don't – I mean, look, Stephen uh, – uh, uh, the Lumberjacks gave Tech all they wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jackson State wins over Florida State. If you're not ready to play – then it, then it's going to bite you, and I don't sure. care who you play. You're right. It, it, so it's it, a lot of times it, you may have that inferior opponent, but it's still about how you go about your business. Mm-hmm. And, and so in in game one, the offensive line created an opportunity for two running backs to rush for a hundred yards apiece. In Saturday's game, three running backs for at least a hundred yards. I don't care if you're blocking air. That's getting it done. <laughs> it is. Seven How long has it been since you've had three running backs at Baylor University come away from a game with 100 yards? September, I, September I, of 2015. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought it would have been that, that close of time since that happened. First time the uh, BU had multiple 100-yard rushers. No, I'm sorry. First time BU had 100 multiple-yard rushers in back-to-back games was September the 12th and September the 26th of 2015. And uh, the uh, let's see, it's the first. Uh, the Baylor had three 100-yard rushers for the first time since September of 2015 when they beat Lamar. Okay. Sh- uh, Shock Linwood, Johnny Jefferson, and Terrence Williams. How about all, that? All rushing for 100 uh, 100 yards or more. Baylor had 714 yards of total offense. 
That's Seven, getting it done. 714 yards. That's two games worth sometimes. I or mean, more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so – and, again, I don't care if you're going against air. That's getting it done. David Randa uh, met with the media today, and, and, and he told us uh, today talking about the game, and he just kind of went over the Texas Southern game. To go through a week like last week where you're working to, to get things solidified and fixed and identified and here's our standard and here's where we met the standard, here's where we fell below, and to put, it, put all that in and then to have the focus and the effort that showed up on Saturday is, uh, is good to see. You know, knowing it's a, it's a long journey that we're, we're on and this is a step in that journey, but it, with all that said, it's good to see. And so proud of the players, proud of the staff, and their attention to detail and their focus on the process. And so um, looking forward to this next week. You know, I think one thing, particularly with Kansas, is you could see their improvement and you could see their level of effort and you can see their, um, their level of buy-in. There, there, is, there is a strong uh, correlation with those things and the coaching staff that they have. And so um, to see it this early in their tenure is a, is a great statement for them. Uh, but I think when you pop on the film, their level of effort and uh, care factor jumps off the video at you. And so we're excited about the opportunity. Talked about uh, what the standard is at Baylor University for their football team. And he also was very complimentary of a KU football team that he thinks, well, he knows is getting getting better uh, under that staff. And and he talked about that. I mean, I mean he was impressed with, with what KU's doing. And he didn't say anything about how good they were. He talked about their effort. He talked about what they're getting done. And, and you know, look, a lot of times players don't buy into a new staff. You know that. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it takes clearly, a while sometimes. Clearly this group is uh is is bought in and, and this staff has got them going in the right direction and this is kind of a combo staff they kept some of the guys from that original staff and then they brought in a lot of guys from buffalo so mm-hmm. th- th- they've had to mesh and, and it sounds like they're doing it now he, he went on to talk a little bit about getting better i feel i feel as if we're developing you know i i i can see the confidence particularly on offense when there was there was a, a there was limited confidence. And so I could see the confidence building, you know, from our spring scrimmages to our fall camp scrimmages to, um, you know, these past two games. And so I could see that building. I think there is there is the formation of belief there. Um, I think our coaches on that side of the ball, fair a fair amount of them are new. I think their understanding of our players and strengths and weaknesses is um, is growing stronger, and um, you know um, who's who and what's what. I think it's becoming clearer. I think on defense, I think um, you know uh, the ability to to uh, to use all of our um, all of our pieces in in a way that uh, really really comes together on a, on a real strong identity is still being worked on. I think we've got some, um, some guys that can um, still mature and grow into the roles that we'd like for them to have. I think this week's a big week for that. Um, and then I think on special teams, um, I think, you know, the, the, especially with our specialists, there's some, there's some shining 
areas, I think collectively we can, um, um, there's a lot to improve, a lot of room to improve. And so, you know, I feel like we're, we're on the right track. Um, I can sense that. I think all, everyone knows there's a lot of work to be done. Dave Brandon talking about his football team, but uh, I, I think if you can, listening to Dave, he likes the direction they're, they're headed right now. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel that when he's talking. I, I think he looks at this game this, the way that we felt like he was going to look at this game because of the fact that, you know, who the opponent was. But he got some good looks at at his team, and he can see them heading in the right direction. And, and that's what you want after a game like this. You want to be able to see improvement. You want to be able to see that, okay, they understand – what we're trying to accomplish. They they understand the concept of what we're doing offensively and defensively. Now they're going out and starting to act on that. And when you see that happening, it doesn't depend it, you know, just because it's against an opponent that you should be able to go against, sometimes you're still not able to do that. But you're seeing them able to do that and it sounds like that he he feels good about where they're at right now. Now, he also said, hey, we still got improvement to do. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it before we get into conference play, and that starts this Saturday. So, it'll be Baylor and Kansas, and as the uh, week unfolds, we'll talk more about that. We got some more Big 12 notes, and we got some NFL notes to get to. We'll do that in our next segment, but right now it's time for the uh, Baylor Sports Beat program, and here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including a dominating win for Dave Aranda and Baylor football, plus volleyball with a couple of big, big wins on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And off to Abram Smith. He's got a hole. He may take it all the way. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Abram Smith. From 35 yards out, Abram Smith hits pay dirt again. And the Bears are up 34-0 on Texas Southern. One of the highlights from Saturday, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, in a dominating 66-7 win for Baylor football over Texas Southern. The Bears offense put up 714 total yards in the game. Baylor had three 100-yard rushers in the contest. 
Baylor wins it to run their record to 2-0 on the season. After the game, we visited with linebacker Dylan Doyle. Yeah, um, I think a lot of a lot of coaches love to say that the biggest improvement will come week one to week two, but really, um, you know, we're we're looking forward to improving this next week, going into week three, and and trying to um, trying to keep improving at that rate. Um, we certainly saw some some good improvement in terms of coming out fast and and uh, and playing fast early on both sides of the ball. We we had some touchdowns early and and some three and out stops early, so. We're definitely happy with that. Um, wish we could have kept the zero on the scoreboard, but um, you know we, we felt like we played a hard game. So, absolutely, they only scored seven. They scored the one touchdown, but I know you guys were. That was a great motivation, wasn't it, to try to keep the zero up there? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, um, that's the best you can do defensively in the in the main uh, statistic we care about. So um, that was uh, coming out of halftime. We wanted to play to our standard and. Um, you know, having seven points on the board, you feel like you, you let that slip a little bit. But, you know, you got to kind of take the positives with the negatives and, and uh, improve going into week three. Dylan Doyle and the Bears back in action this Saturday on the road in Lawrence, Kansas, opening Big 12 play against the Kansas Jayhawks. It's a 2.30 kickoff this Saturday. Also, Baylor Volleyball, number 17 in the nation, knocked off number seven Florida not once but twice in Gainesville over the weekend, 3-1 on Friday, 3-0 on Saturday. Volleyball with their home opener this Thursday evening in the Farrell Center against Rice. And Baylor Soccer plays double overtime for a 2-2 draw with Oregon Sunday night at Betty Lou Mays Field. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions open up district play as they host Mansfield at Waco ISD Stadium. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burrow, and me for all the exciting play-by-play -play action. Our coverage of Waco High Football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the play-by-play -play action at 7.30. It's Waco High in Mansfield, and it's Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. 
brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor wins big in the home opener, 66-7 over Texas Southern. Complete coverage of that game all afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Matthew Stafford was impressive in his debut in L.A., beating the Bears 34-14. Week one in the NFL will wrap up tonight. Baltimore and Vegas taking on the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Shake up in the top 25 with Alabama staying at number one, followed by Georgia. Oklahoma up one spot to three. Oregon up eight spots after beating Ohio to number four. And Iowa up five spots to five after beating Iowa State. UMHB got the win over ETBU Saturday 34-14 and remained number one in the nation in the D3 football bowl. Rangers won the series beating the A's over the weekend. Host the Astros tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 54020 away from six. Monday night football coming up tonight. Yes. You got the Ravens and the Raiders. Who you liking? I'm going to go with the Raiders. At home? Yeah. I'm not. I'm going Ravens. Okay. I, I think I, I think I think they're a, a better coach football team. I think the That's Ravens fair. are a better coach football team. Now, and, and look. And then I look at the NFC East, and only the Philadelphia Eagles won a football game. The other three went uh, got beat. Washington lost their quarterback. Washington lost their quarterback. Yeah. Now, and here's, and I feel a lot better about things now. Uh, look, if the Packers don't work things out with Brett Favre, and they have to play the other guy. You, you mean they, not Brett Favre? Not Brett Favre, but uh, Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. If they, <laughs> Good luck on getting. I mean, if they get Brett Favre out there, why not? That's going to be something special. But if they don't work it out with Aaron Rodgers and apologize and do everything they they need to do to get him back on the field, they may get beat thirty eight to nothing instead of getting beat thirty eight to three. Well, he was well, out there. That's my point. <laughs> that's my point. He was out there. You know, he's the one that caused all that ruckus and guides him to a 38-3 to loss. I mean, well, I, you know, I, 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 I think the Packers are going to be just fine. I think that, you know, that probably had, you know, all the discombobbled things that happened over the summer. You're exactly right. Had a lot to do with game number one and the fact that he didn't take a single snap in preseason. And you look at a lot of quarterbacks across the league – they didn't take a single snap in preseason. They didn't have very good days in week number one. What does that tell you? One did. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he he did, but again, I he still came up with a loss, and I still don't like. He did because he was forced to throw the ball way too many times. Uh he did number wise. Yeah. Now defensively, they mm-hmm. give up thirty eight mm-hmm. to Winston. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, Tossed it around for five touchdowns. If I'd, have, if I'd have told you going into that game, one of the quarterbacks is going to throw five touchdowns, the other one's going to be terrible. You wouldn't have guessed nope. the way it actually happened. Not that happened. way. Not Jameis Winston. I mean, it, but look, hats off to Jameis Winston, how the, yep. the, the path he's taken. And, and you know what? I, I feel good for that young man being able to have a big game. No, like no I, I totally agree. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Absolutely good mm-hmm. for him. But it also goes to show you that if you – Stumble just a little bit in the National Football League, you're beat. It's a long afternoon. It, 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 it's it's look the, at Baker Mayfield in the Chiefs. Yeah, he makes one bad pass, it cost him a ball game. 
the, my point about the NFL is the parity in the league is unbelievable. Sure it is. It is. I mean, you know, I, somebody said, and I, I forget who it was, the difference between a good team and a bad team may be two players. Maybe two players that separates you from being a really good team or a really bad team in this league. It's because everybody that's in this league, mm-hmm. Ward is a world-class athlete for the most part. Well, yeah, they are. I mean, it's the best of yeah. the best. It's a very – when you think about it with the 32 teams out there, it's a minute percentage of players that played college football getting that getting the opportunity yeah. to be in the NFL. And in college football – a quarterback can make a a throw that's slightly off target and still have a completion. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen in the in the NFL. You have to have pinpoint precision because there is no separation between DBs and, and receivers hardly. No. I mean, in the, in the those most DBs part, are right. world-class athletes. They can run with those receivers. Sure. So, the, you know, the, there's where that perfect back shoulder throw's got to come into play or mm-hmm. and, and you got to lead a guy going across the middle. You, you know, you can't you can't make him stop and expect him to catch the pass. I mean, it, it, it's these guys are world-class athletes, every one of them. Sure. You know, I mean, it's 22 unbelievable athletes competing against each other. That's why it's, you know, that's why it's the NFL. Yeah. And it's why, you know, everybody, you know, it's why the TV dollars are so big because they are great athletes out there. It's just unbelievable. And you're right. It's not a whole lot of separation. Uh, but, you know. You still see the cream of the crop rise to the top, right? Normally. <laughs> well, to your point about, you know, any team basically being two players away from being good, I watched most of the Broncos and the Giants, and the Bron- uh, the Giants actually kept that game close till about midway through the third quarter. A couple of plays here and there could have been close a little longer, but if you put Zach Martin and Dak on that team, they probably beat the Broncos yesterday. Good and possibility. Yeah. How about Urban Meyer's debut as the head coach? Oh, just, Not very good, huh? Just got well, blown, hang on a second. Just hey, got blown out by what's what was supposed to be the worst team in the league. Hang on exactly. a second. Let me let me just ask a question. Okay. So the Jacksonville Jaguars made a change at coach. Why? Because they were terrible. Okay. So he he's starting out with a terrible football team. More or less. And, and now that he's and he's also playing a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. What what were your expectations? To beat the Houston Texans because they are awful. Or at least play well against let me let me rephrase that. Play better against the Houston Texans because they are awful. That is the worst football team in the National Football League. By far. And the Jaguars stunk it up and got may not be. blown out by them. May not be. Just keep that in mind. May not be. Are we are we up against the clock? I gotta Sorry. Get the, I gotta get Sorry. These, I gotta get these in real quick. Baylor senior safety uh, JT Woods named the uh, Big 12 Co-Defensive Player of the Week. Congratulations to him. Kansas State quarterback Skylar Thompson out indefinitely, but uh, they say will return sometime this season. That's sad. I mean, this guy has been a gamer uh, his entire career, so he is out. Uh, Oklahoma number three, Iowa State number fourteen. You're only two Big 12. Uh, programs and Texas coach Steve Sarkeesian said Monday that uh, Casey Thompson will replace Hudson Card as the starting Oops. quarterback today <laughs> for the uh, Longhorns when they play at right, the Rice House on Saturday. This 
is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun from the 20, fourth and two. Only heard here. Snap is back, looking middle, throwing middle, slant, cut. All season. Cooper walks it in. Touchdown on fourth and two. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Family owned and operated is a phrase you hear a lot, but nowhere is that more true than at Socorro Family Ford. We're thankful to our customers for keeping it local, and we show it by giving back to schools, churches, and organizations throughout Central Texas. We've watched our customers' kids, and even their kids' kids grow up. Now a third generation of Socorros serves a fourth generation of customers. So if you care about buying a new car or truck from someone who genuinely cares about you, make that short drive to the Socorro exit in West and see how at Socorro Family Ford, our family makes a difference. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 551, we're not away from six. This, this is, is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Nope, you're not getting you're, – you're getting graded off for that one. Uh, 551, nine away from six, and uh, we're, we're going to have to get out of here. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jerry Hill from the uh, 
uh, Baylor Bear Insider for being on the program, and Jack Allen from over at KXXB Channel 25 for being on the program. We uh, we appreciate you. It, it was a big day of football, Ward. I love how we dive our, uh, right into all of this football on a Monday. And oh, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of things we didn't get to. I, again, only two Big 12 schools among the top 25. And well, it is what it is right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Does it surprise you a little bit? To a degree, yeah. I think, I, you're mean, su- I think you were surprised with that Arkansas-Texas deal. Not surprised that with Arkansas the big, the won. Gap. Yeah, because, look, Texas had beaten Louisiana, mm-hmm. and, and, and immediately everybody goes, all right, they're in the top 25. Why? <laughs> I mean, why? I mean, again, that's a program that's going through changes. Yeah. They just – I mean – Sure. How many just immediately, you know, hire a head coach and immediately you're you're a, you're an elite team? No. Mm-hmm. And, and Arkansas's in, I believe, the third year under Coach Pittman, uh, putting this thing back I think together. That's correct. Second so, or third? Yeah. So, in with that in mind, and they were at home and they were lathered up for that football game. Make no mistake about it. I thought Arkansas was was you know had a had a great chance to win that football game. I didn't realize they were going to push Texas around like they did, they and did. they dominated the dead gum line of scrimmage like nobody's business. They dominated every aspect of the game. Yep. Well, and because you can dominate the other aspects if you dominate the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. you Most win the times. line, you're going to win the game. Most times. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. And thanks to uh, our friends over at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, for uh, being the uh, sponsor of this program. We'll do it again tomorrow at 4 o'clock. We'll kick off our day with the John Morris Show at 2, then Matt Mosley rolls your way at 3, and then uh, game time at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have yourself a great evening. Enjoy Monday Night Football. And now it's time for the Big 12 Blitz. Here's John Morris. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll give you the players of the week from the Big 12 Conference, including one Baylor defensive back honored by the league. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruno.